BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am Taylor Strucker, and joining me now, an old friend, it's been forever, Jared Freed. Hey, boy, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Oh, um, it sounds so good coming out of your mouth. Thank just you me so on. much. This is, uh, it's such an amazing time to see you. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. You know what's really crazy is that my wife fucked up the booking today, so. I didn't want to get into it if you didn't want to get into it. I mean, I don't want to be. Dude. Marriage strife. Well, I know we're going to be talking about your Netflix special. It's out there. When does this come out? Yeah, it's your special is already out. So it's on Netflix. It's called 37 and Single. It talks about dating. Yep. It talks about breakups. Yep. It talks about um, it talks this frustrations with people trying to set you up. Yep. The frustrations with uh, going being 37 and living in that world. Like my friends, you know, we're around the same age, right? Yep. So my friends are moving on with life and I'm kind of <laughs> still in both areas like I like being I'm not trying to say I'm younger than I am like yes. I'm not trying to be younger I'm not yes. trying to be you know but I don't want to be 30 there's things in that you know they're married with kids and I and I go to the gender reveal parties this old gender reveal party you're bit. living there like adult married child filled lives but like yet you're not there I feel that right. I'm relate to that you I'm know what fucking I mean? 40 bro you're 40 I love when people say it like that like they can't possibly believe I've I well I'm, I have a standing policy to never Ask believe. a woman. No, when a woman says her age, I always go, wait, what? Oh, shut up, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. No, I no. can't believe you're 40. I, I seriously. For real, though? No, For real. No, I'm getting to a place now where I'm like, is this like Make-A-Wish age edition? Because <laughs> literally people are always like this. Every time I tell somebody they're like this, no. It's the, I'm like, I shouldn't wait, have said anything. I, I, Fuck I, you, I, no, no, because I, no, I don't believe you're 40, first of all. <laughs> Second you. of all, it's like when the, uh, the bouncer checks IDs and there and you always have that woman like your mom me and the bouncer can either go of course I gotta make sure they should play along and, and some bouncers totally. are stupid they'll go they'll go I have to check everybody yeah, yeah. It's like, don't they say that store. I'm like oh ma you wanna see my auntie yeah. and then they're like I, I like I have to check if you look under 60. I'm like, fuck off. You have to literally come here with your cane and poofy white hair. You have to look like a Q-tip. If I'm going <laughs> to, for me not to, for me not to card you. Yeah. It's like, say less dude. Yeah, like, exactly. no, 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 no. I card everybody. You'd have to come uh. in here. Old wrinkles, you know? So I, 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 yeah. And then you're at a bar with someone who's 26. Right, and it's dating. like, you know, and and twenty six isn't crazy. It's below where I would date. You yeah. know, generally, yeah. but um, 
you know, you're just like, why am I in this bar? You know, like I want to be at home. I want to sit. Right. I don't want to have to. And so it's, you know, you're between two worlds. And then it's also like, I talk about body issues from a male perspective. Loves it. So a lot of body issue stuff towards the end and family and going home and being with my parents and eight, uh, late night eating. So it's all uh. highly relatable. I loved doing the material. I'm now on the road doing new material. So Amazing. if you go to my show, you won't see a see, single anyway, repeat. That's the craziest part about being a stand-up. That's the hardest part. The churn is insane, especially now with social media and shit right. like that. Right, that's why people put out so many crowd work clips. Exactly. I tried to stay away from that. So what I did for my crowd work clips is I always put out these things about the ick. So the ick is a the big... Ick. Oh, we're talking about the ick today. Let's talk about well, it. Well, I wanted to say this, though. Congrats on Netflix special. Thank you. It's, a, it's Number cool. two, I will also... I, I will be over 37 and single very soon because my wife yeah, fucked yeah. up this podcast. So I, I wanted to get this all the way. Will you guys <laughs> fight? Will this will be an argument? How how will this argument go? You know, I would if if my wife booked my podcast and didn't book the studio, it would be a tough night. So what are you preparing for now? So you know what? It's so War? interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting. So we work together. So she like. She does like a lot of editing and producing for me. But the thing is, is like, she's not the only one on the team. So right. like the Taylor Strecker show has my um, producer, Heva, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And then Dear Media is like, I mean, I have right a producer there. there. So like, like, this is not all on her, but like she takes it on. Her. Here's the thing. You have to get to the bottom of it. I can't get mad because I'm such a goddamn flake idiot that she has to step in to help my like non-email answering ads. If it wasn't for her, I would have no ads on this because I would never approve anything. That's not how arguments go. See, but this is why- Someone fucked up. Fucked up. Fuck up needs to be acknowledged. When 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 someone fucks up for me, I just need them. Like, it's like when you're on a plane and you see someone do something wild. Yes. You need one other person to look at you and go, come real Validation. Validation. I'm a validation queen, Jared. So the thing with my wife is she's not- so she's a perfectionist. Mm. So when she fucks up, her knee jerk isn't to be like, own it. And I'm sorry. Her knee jerk is to deny and Brutal. deflect. Brutal. So I, <laughs> we're I, I together. I do not it's envy your night. Tricky. <laughs> it's going to be a tough no, night for you. What she has is whittled me down to an up. I am a man. I am you. I am a husband. Right. This is who I am now. I was always this like badass lady partner in a heterosexual, mm. heterosexual me fucking boss bitch like really? i wiped the floor with men right i was i, I would tell them how it was <laughs> i was in charge and now i'm like fucking pussy whipped right like i'm just like right. she literally fucks up right. and what, then what she do you want to eat tonight cheech, yeah. who is how why would cheech book the studio for my podcast so let people behind the curtains a please bit. Cheech let them. is the pr person with betches who i love Reach, cheech cheech is cheech my cheech girl is- Cheech is wonderful, great. You can't say enough good things. Can't. So she reaches out to Taylor Strecker Enterprises. Enterprises. And says, hey, Jared Freed has a Netflix special. Loves it. That he made with Betches. Fuck and yeah. he wants to come and promote. sell his wares. Promote so, is promote. what we do, people. So, uh, so then at that point, whenever I've been involved with podcasting, I have 7,000 shows. You know, I never shut the fuck up. I know. So I thought so- I talked a lot. You talked the most. No, I, I never shut up. And then <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I at that point in the podcast process, yeah. you go, okay, I can book Jared at this time on this date. Yeah. And then you go to your studio and you make sure it's cleared and you put it in your calendar. Yeah. I have never heard the PR person coming to me and then me 
going, okay, yeah, that sounds good. And then they, the the other PR person booking the space, I've never heard of such a thing in my entire life. No, it's actually idiotic. You need to take the clip of what I just said. <laughs> and when she denies oh, it, guess what? You just play it. You go, well, I have witnesses. This She's editing you, it. Oh, so I'm talking right to her. <laughs> Taylor, you fucked up. You fucked okay, up. I've never heard of my of the guest PR person booking the space. Not that her is insanity. Her wife, her boss. She's gaslighting. <laughs> gaslighting. Yeah. HR. Where's this HR? Is classic gaslighting. <laughs> this isn't even like the faux gaslighting that you see on TikTok. That someone's like, "Well, he kind of, sort of." I don't. You know, no, no, no. This is <laughs> this is blueprint shit. No, what she'll do if. If I go home and fight with her, she will be like, fine, then I'm not helping anymore. You know what this I mean? This is not how businesses work. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what business? I am, <laughs> without even being gaslit, I've been so fucking gaslit, right. I can preempt the gaslighting. So you know what? I'm just like, I just chalk it up to a, a fucking lose. Here's the thing, though. Thank God, WTF Studio, shout mm. out. They These are my us. peeps, and they let us slippity slide in. So it's going to be a shorty today, but I'd rather take a shorty than a noey with That's you. That's okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, let's get it in. It's short fine. and fucking I, sweet. Short and sweet. All I care about is getting to see you. Me one, too. I'm happy to see you. So and happy. It's been. Forever. I want the people that because I think your audience, as I've, I yes. listen. I have people from your show come to my show and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. I think they'll connect with the material in they a way. Us. They love us together. They do love us together. The first two minutes is just all dating app stuff so like it's if you're on a dating app and then you know married single whatever you're gonna love yeah, it yeah. share please make it you know so whatever but oh, what's though, going on with oh you? this special this special is gonna be fucking incredible i cannot fucking wait for it i hope so i you know it's funny because with stand-up you know you, it's always work in progress totally like i'm always like working on a bit and i you know when i refer to like how jokes go like i'm always like well, that one's a hundred percent or that one's an 80 percent or that one's a 70 percent. How can you tell? Because yeah, just I'm, out of the room. I'm not a comedian, but I do LARP as one when mm. I was on tour with Stassi. Right. Well, but you know, when you had lines and you had things you said but, and you had bits that were like, I know this will work. But the thing is, is you do know what <clears throat> you like and mm -hmm. you know what you think is funny, but you actually don't really know until you step on that stage. You have and to say it out loud. tells you. Oh, the audience will let you know right away. Now, that's not to say there's not good nights and bad nights. Totally. There's, and when someone's like, is it audience dependent? No, no, no. Audiences are just what they are. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, you can get to this laughter level. Yes. I will. Now I know what the hundred percenter is. Yes. And then I go down from there. So exactly. like, and when it's a killer show, you know, when the audience is on the same page and you have those magical nights, you go, oh, now the, the bar is up here. You can, like, I did a show once at like a stadium, like 4,000 people. Uh, I opened for Burke Kreischer, who's like amazing. That's insane. At Penn State, where I went to college. 4,000 people. Like, Crazy. you guys have to understand, like, I think my biggest show I've done is maybe like closest to two and that feels mammoth right and the laughs feel like waves yeah you, you like know? oh man the way right the way it just right. goes right to the bloodstream right. it's better than fucking any drug on jack the you up that's i that's why performers have drug issues i really totally. do believe that it's the like, adrenaline they're chasing the adrenaline high i gotta get that after i listen i get done with a hot show and i'm like i ha have, have to, to get bath salts <laughs> 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 you're right how'd you know that's my thing. I knew it. Right. I, don't, I don't mean to out you, Jared. The, sorry, here on the Taylor <laughs> Stracker show. I, I, I remember the first time when I first started comedy, uh -huh. I was told the advice I was given, and I think it's very good advice okay. if anyone wants to do stand-up. If it doesn't, they were, they were like, go do it until you kill. They're like, you're going to murder one night. Okay. You're going to do really well. Okay. If that doesn't feel like the best feeling you've ever had, he goes, quit right away. He goes, because 
what are you doing it for? Right. If it's for money, well, you're going to uh, be let down. Iffy. If, it, if, if it's for, you know, if you, you don't know until you kill him. He's like, you will. Everyone kills at one point. Everyone yep. has that show. They go, what the fuck? And I remember it was in the back. It was an open mic in the back of Otto's Shrunken Head, which is a, like, it was like this weird. And when I started doing comedy, I, like, I was like, you know, econ major that went to Penn State, Jewish kid from outside of Boston. Like, right. I'm as normal as it gets. Like, it's like right. this is in my world. And, like, I'm not an artist. I'm not, like, I'm not that, like, you know, I don't have, like, a, a tragic backstory to tell. I, you, I'm, a lot of comedians do. Dark right. as fuck. Right. And, I, and I'm just not that. And sometimes you try to fake it for a minute. You're like, maybe I'll tell my dark story. My parents <laughs> fight in our, you know, Mercedes on the way to dinner in Florida. Right. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and so... But then you realize, you know, the truth will prevail. And so I go, I remember I was a month in, I never gotten a laugh. Like I just wasn't, it was like that. Really? Yeah, I never, for the first month, I really didn't know what to, how to do it. But I was like, I gotta, this advice is right. I gotta like figure out. And I brought my friend. It was like a, the open mic was auto shrunken head. It's on like 14th and B. So like, you kind of know that area. And this is that city. 13 years ago. Brutal. So it's like a different area than it is even now. It's so. basically where rent was supposed to take place is that- <laughs> for all the theater nerds, including myself. I love that. <laughs> so I'm at, so it's in the back of this bar. They have a little state. I think there was a fire at this bar and I brought my high school buddy and he was like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I got this open mic and it's at 1159 on Saturday. He's like, well, I'm out. I'll come meet. I was like, I don't really bring my friends to open mics. It's yeah. like a little bit. And I hadn't gotten a laugh. Like, I, like I'm It's really hard enough bombed. to not get a laugh like from an audience, but when you know people there, it's 10,000 times worse. Ab- oh, the worst. The worst. I, I, I'll tell another story in a second. But I, but so my friend and I would go to the back. I put my name in the bucket. They pull out my name. I go up and I like killed. I had like the best set of my life. Do you think it's because he was there? I don't know what. Maybe it, you like, like I was trying stepped to perform your for pussy him. up. I, I, that maybe. Yeah. Step your pussy up. Your pussy. You, I have a pussy. pussy. You, have a, you have a butt pussy. Oh. Or some people. Pussy. You could if you wanted to. I'll take it. I like a finger <laughs> in the butt during a blowjob. Why not? I'm, a, I'm on the forefront of straight male ass play. Could you put your finger in my pussy? Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know if that brings, that might bring the ick for the woman I'm with. If I just started calling, but maybe we can move. I can move that into the straight male world. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, let's normalize bussies for straight men. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be waving that flag. I'll be in the parade. I'll have a float. That'll be the straight male float. You know, the, the bussy. Straight males for bussy. So I, I, no, but he, I murdered. Uh. And I walk and he looks at me and I look at him and we're like, what just fucking happened? Like, it was like, you know, it's like that scene in like the movie where like, you become the superhero. Like yes. I was like, I was like, what was that? He's like, I don't know. We went to the bar next door and just got fucking wasted. Ugh. And we and I that was like, I was like, you know, to keep the high alive. And you know, you gotta be careful, of course, yes. you know, with alcohol. But it definitely was a moment where I was like, and and again, on the other side of it, when it goes bad, I feel <laughs> I feel as bad as I feel good. Well, hey, that's the name of the game, right? Like, like when it comes to social media, like if you let the troll, or I'm sorry, if you let the fans affect you, like say right. nice things then the negative shit can equally affect you. Right. You have to take everything it's all you know, in stride. Right. And and there was one time, the, the, one of the worst bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a podcast show. It wasn't a bomb because the podcast shows are different. You know, like yeah. when you do a live podcast, it's a little bit of a different energy. It's more talk oh, show than it is stand up. at a live podcast. Gotcha. My family came. We did a live podcast in Detroit. My mom's from Detroit. I don't see this side of the family a lot. Oh. Love them. Just don't see them. They can't, they, and they heard I was coming, but it's not stand up. I'm in control. Like right. I, I, a live podcast, 
it goes up and down and it's more talk show. You know, it's yeah. more Wendy Williams than it is yes. a stand-up show. And I remember my whole family, my mom's whole family came, like that whole side of the family. And they're sitting in the back and they stick out like sore thumbs. They're like, you know, it's like my grand, my grandfather's They brothers. don't get carded at a liquor store. They are not getting carded. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are the ones you don't card. Exactly. And it's my mom's sister at one point and it's going just not, it wasn't the best show we've ever had. Okay. I'll say that. Not to, it happens. It, it happens. happens. It happens. And this was years ago at this point. Right. I don't, and and I don't, sometimes people, you say that and podcast listeners will go, what? I was there. I had the best fucking time. I know. Like, I have to watch you. that because I'm always like, <clears throat> this crowd was quiet. Da, 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 and then people get like insulted. You know right. I, I, I mean, I, I, I if I think a crowd's bad, I tell them while on stage. I, you suck. I, yeah. I go, there's something wrong with everyone in this room. I've done that. I mean. <laughs> Sometimes heckle, someone listening. You heckle the audience? Absolutely. That's hilarious. I have to let them know that I hear them. I think it's or important. Or lack thereof. <laughs> right. I hear the silence. You know, like, <laughs> no, I tell the crowd. If it's uh -huh. not, I will. I think it helps get them back. Yes. Because I, I want them to know that. But sometimes they don't take it well. Like, if I'm like, like, and I'll do it wrong sometimes. I make mistakes. We right. have to admit, I you know, we make mistakes. And, um, like, I'll tell the crowd. I'll be like, you, I'll tell them how they laugh. I'll be like, you guys laugh. Never together. <laughs> <laughs> like now it puts me in a little bit of a power position because right. I'm like, no, I do this every night. Right. That's the thing we have to like. Yeah, this isn't a me problem. This is a y'all problem. Right. right. Why are you guys laughing in this weird way? I do this thing where like I Jedi mind trip them. Mm. Jedi mind trip them like all of mean girls. So like I'll be like, let's say I'm in Chicago and I'm mm. like, yo, Chicago last night, Minneapolis was fucking fire. <laughs> are you better than Minneapolis? So at the top, I set the expectation. <clears throat> right, right, right. You better. You don't want to be like. And they're like, "Fuck, Minneapolis, right. where's you go go?" It right. works like a goddamn charm, <laughs> except when you're in Charleston, South Carolina. So quiet. They were quiet. It could have been the strap-on jokes I was telling. And they're Maybe more not southern. Audience strap-on. Yeah. Listen, there are some places that, again, like Detroit is like. I didn't know it was a little bit more conservative. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Isn't it crazy? There's certain places that you would never in a million years. Just think that they're a little more reserved. Yeah, not, not even politically. More. I did like I even I did mm -hmm. chosen Detroit last fall, and I noticed every woman had their purse on their lap. <laughs> what is that? Every woman, I don't know. And I go, that says something. Every it woman says they person. got motherfucking nice purses, is what it says. I, maybe they don't want them on the floor. They don't want I, I, I mean they're superstitious. Some people think putting your purse on the floor is bad luck, and I look at my floor, <laughs> my floor purse. Right. This is, yeah. So I don't know, but it said something to me that there was a commonality here of a little bit like we're going to be um, a little bit more protected. A little uptight. A little, but I, so, okay. So we go in Detroit, we're doing this podcast show and it's like, it's going like, I'm like, you know, I'm the classic sweating. I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm trying to make people laugh. And I just see my aunt. No. Get up mid show. My aunt and they stick out. They're the, they're the oldest people, not just not my aunt. She's young, younger, but like this is my, my grandfather's two brothers are like, 80s you know like 70s 80s there she's standing up and kissing everyone goodbye yeah. and going i'll see you in the I'll middle of the show in the middle of the show and i'm like 
do you, and where are you going to be this weekend? Are you going to, okay, yeah, I'll call you later. Like literally doing the, no. and I'm like, if you're going to leave, let's just sneak out. Like float out. You'll, you'll text them. Oh no. And I'm literally watching her do like Jewish woman, like, <laughs> bye. Good. No, I'll see you. We'll be out of here. No, 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 no. Give me your number. When am I going to see you again? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was so mad and I was like and it was in the middle of like I'm and trying to make this show happen. If you were killing the show maybe you wouldn't have been but like when you're already sensitive about something right. something like that it's like she thinks I'm doing so bad that she doesn't have to have any I gotta get out of here. ounce of respect for what's going on right now. <laughs> I could hear her. I could hear her like hey fun fun night I'll see you tomorrow. What? You're gonna be out tomorrow? Do you need me to grab you anything from the grocery store? I'm like Moving along. Tell you know? Charity he'd said okay. Yeah, tell I'll text him later. I'm like, <laughs> you can just say it to me now. I can hear you. It's silent in here. So yeah, it, it hurts when it bombs. I know. But uh, you know, like, and again, you you remembered so much that you literally were like Charleston. Yeah. Right. Like that's how much a bomb you remember hurts. Remember everything. Right. Everything. And it wasn't even a bomb, it just like wasn't the best crowd. So like right. when you really bomb, you never get over that. Oh my god. It's kind of like a bad relationship. You remember every, if it's good, you don't remember anything. Right. If it's bad, you remember every single detail. Right. When you're talking, uh, even on a date, you go, yeah. good dates, you go, how did we end up talking about this? <laughs> and the bad dates, you go, so um, <laughs> what's your plan this weekend? I believe mm -hmm. what's your plan this weekend? The first time that is asked, yes. the earlier it is, the worse the date. <laughs> Because it's desperation it's, for any semblance of conversation. Give me something. Oh, fuck. Hey, nice to meet you. What's your plan this weekend? Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, How it's over. is dating going for you? Because I, I feel like the last time I saw you, I swear you might have been in a relationship. Has it hasn't been that long? I. How long have you been single since that long? Because that was a long-term relationship. I've been single since uh, March 2021. Damn, so that, that that's two years. Yeah. Um, you know... It's been, again, the, the specials about the frustrations right. of, you know, dating. And here's the, I guess the, the issue is uh, the more you know about yourself, the harder, the harder it, it is. is. Like, it's like in your 20s, you go, I'm not, oh, of course I could go out with a person, you know, that lives in Hoboken. <laughs> the shade. No, and then you start. Then you get older. I totally older. understand but, that. You know, and I use yes. Hoboken as a punchline, and no shade to the Hoboken people. I One don't day, live in Hoboken. Right. I don't give a shit. One day you'll get a promotion, and hopefully you can afford moving them in. No, I, I'm just fucking with. It. I no, but I you. And then what happens is, and again, the problem isn't the Hoboken person. Right. They're a good person. They're right. going to meet someone that's perfect for them. The problem is you going. You know, at 37, you start going, well, they have a car. We must be so different if they drive to work every day. Or well, am I going to go on the path? I got to get, I got to no, get, no, the, no. I the can't path, get the monthly. You the know, path like, I is get the... reason enough. I mean, right. I almost broke up with myself when I moved to Jersey City. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. And right. even to this day, when I have to fill out any forms and I'm like, ah. Jersey City. Right. It's like, couldn't I at least get a name in Jersey that didn't scream Jersey? <laughs> and I fucking love my apartment. Like, right. it is the coolest ever, but it hurts my soul. I have Jersey plates. I have a Jersey license. Right. Like, get the fuck out of you here. You just make assumptions based off of kind of the polling that you've done. Absolutely. And you know, there's no numbers on a page, but you're like, I don't know if we, if I could even get along. Like, and this is that you're doing this as you swipe. Right. So you're like, oh, it's rapid. It's There's not rapid. Even, you, like, there, you can't be like, 
but they have a great personality, but they're so kind because all right. you got are these like superficial looks where they live. Age is age on there. Age is on there. I've and never apt because never. I, I'm a serial monogamous. So I've, I've literally knew- padded from one relationship to the next. I'm not proud of that, but it's just the fucking truth. I knew this about you. Yeah. And so I never really got around to dating on apps. I like set up a Tinder after my separation, mm. but it was more like LOL because we put wedding pictures on and I fucking, you I mean- put wedding pictures on. Straight men love a married woman. Let me tell you a something. Wow, yeah, they don't it have to have a breakup. It was honestly disturbing. It was on you. it was a joke. No, not to us. And they, what, what's up I, with I that? I gotta tell women out there, <laughs> you women, no, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll have women be like, no, it's a joke or it's, a, and I'm like, no, 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 you're dealing with, Animals. Animals. You know, you have to understand. Penis-driven. Penis-driven. Species. Men don't go, again, and I'm being, I think older men, you start to get into like Hoboken shit. Ah, I I can't, whatever. Right. But it all starts with the penis. And it all starts with, am I attractive? Right. There's so many women that write into the You Up podcast and, you know, and and what they write, and I'll hear these things that I have no relation to whatsoever, like, Oh, we went on like 17 dates. I'm not sure if I'm attracted yet. And you're like, what are you fucking talking about? Because the guy on those 17 dates is attractive. He's in. I, I, if he's it, not in, he never even goes there in the first place. Never. Never. Not even if you're like on a dry spell. Like, I feel like there was this guy I was friends with in college. I ended up dating him. So fucking hot. But as the night went on, I, we were just friends at first. But I would see his caliber of who he would hook up with to the end of the night. And it got dark. Well, but that's someone who's out. You know, like, and again, like, not to say, you know, I, I, I you know, yeah, like, it, it's not even like your standards go down as the night goes. I guess that there's some truth to that, but you like go. Like, if you're on a major dry spout and you're but on But that's not a apps, date is what I'm talking about. Oh, so you're not even going to bother to go on a date. It's like, a dry, a dry spout's not like, it's not like a date. Guys don't, you know, the dry spell thing, I don't, I don't think that's like, you know, I think a lot of women are really good at putting things in categories. Like yes. they're like, I'm on my hoe phase. That's like a, that's one category. Yes. That the, and a guy's in his hoe phase forever. You're just in your dick phase. Right. That's it, it. Then you get you, hoe phase and then marriage. Yes. The, you know, like there is no distinct, we love, men love vague options. We love being vague. Okay. That's why it's hard. That's why the talk usually comes from the female side a lot. A lot of the time, like the, you know, the, the, oh, what are, I just, you know, oh, if you ask a guy in the audience, are you seeing anyone? They start, they get a little fucking bumbly, you know, like it's a hard thing for them to say unless it's like ring on finger, you know, and even then. Well, that's why that wedding dress thing, when you're like, when you put that up, they go, you become hotter to them because I'm like a scumbag like them. Right. And, And they don't have to. You're looking for the thing they're looking for casual. Oh, so they don't have to fucking pretend. Right. So they go, oh, this is someone who's like openly. This trash person. Right. And I are going to like <laughs> just have trash sex. Right. This and understand his trashy giving, tendencies. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm actually less boorish. She's actually more disgusting than me. Right. Amazing. So you become, so it's like, that's one of those things I'm like, oh, hilarious. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to get like the worst, the person who's, again, they're being honest. So that's a good thing. They're right. like, in their intentions, they're like, Oh, so you're married? Cool, I'm up for that. <laughs> you know, like. So then, how do you? How do you? How do we women, girls, ladies, get men to settle down? Like, how do we get you guys out of ho face? The age old question. There was a Sex in the City episode that mm. said that it's just as simple as a cab light. When a guy's right. cab light's on, that's when he's ready. It, but like, 
that just gives guys so much the control. I can't consolidate that well, in my lesbian brain. I think, right. It does give a lot of control to guys. And it does, I, I think like the cab light thing I've heard of before. Yes. Uh, my co-host Jordana Abraham, she like loves Sex and the City, re- has referenced that as yes. well. And there is truth to it because again, I, and again, this is like old stuff, like, but like, and it's different now, but you are brought up to be like, this hunter gatherer, like you're supposed to be provided. So like, there's this thing of like the relationship a guy has with his career and how yes. it's and whether he feels confident enough to be that person for someone else. Like, you know, I I've been saying, I don't know how this sounds, but I've been saying this a lot. Like I, as a single guy and I'm dating and I'm, and I've been on, uh, you know, dates and all that stuff. And it, it, there is single for me feels like retirement. Like I'm like chilling. Like right. it'll happen when it happens. I enjoy my every day. And you see a lot of single women that kind of, they seem like they're out of a job. It's because of the cruelties that are like biology. It's biology, societal stuff. That's true. Not, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't deal with, but I, you know, it's like the idea of like, if I start a relationship tomorrow, I'd be like, I have a lot to do now. You know, right. like I have a lot to do that. I never really I, you know, like the idea of like me setting up a lunch with a friend, that's never going to happen for me. Like I, there's no friend, uh, there's there's no friend that's like, you haven't seen me in six weeks. What's the deal? I thought, you know, I was at your, you know, whatever. And, you know, there's that element of like, I don't. So when in a relationship, it's like, what, what are our plans this weekend? Are you kind of, you know, uh, and then, you know, are we going to move in? There's there's so many more obligations. And then. I, you know, I did a photo shoot for the special and it's like, I go, the whole photo shoot was like me being 37 and single. Right. I live in the studio apartments, a shithole. And I was like, I think it's a good idea. I was like, just come over and take pictures. My whole apartment looks like a set of 37 and single. And I sent the picture to my brother's fiance, my brother and his fiance. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, the details in this picture. And I was like, yeah, that's how I live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not like. I didn't have a set designer come in here. And she was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, all of this stuff is like my life. And so it's like, again, like you get in a relationship, like frames on the wall, like there's shit to do. Right. You know, like, and again, this makes me sound like a disgusting animal, but I'm, a, I'm probably closer to someone's boyfriend than not, you know, like. Right, right. So yeah, that's where I kind of. So 37 and single, actually pretty good. It's not so bad. Not I, I had so a good bad. time. 38 and you know now where I am now like I do want like the things you know I do want the normalcy of real life do you have an uh-oh age I'm probably around uh not really I'm okay with myself I, I right now I need someone who accentuates my phone like, <laughs> I need someone who makes the phone better got it you know like I I because I got a lot of good stuff on my phone I have interactions I <laughs> You know, I can, I can text friends. I got things to read, but I got to, uh, yeah, I, again, like it's weird because I'm sure people are my, my age, male, female, whatever you identify as, you're probably listening. You're going, yeah, I am pretty cool with my life. Like I've come to, I'm accustomed to how I live and yeah. I'm looking for someone not to really is like, you know, they're like, you got to grow with your partner. I'm sure. At some point we'll grow together. But yeah. like right now, can you just fit into my world, my world and I'll fit. It's got to be that type of fit. This podcast is sponsored by eHarmony, the dating app that helps you find someone who gets you. I have dated plenty of people who don't get me, and it never worked out. 
And then I met my wife and she gets me. Lord knows how she does, but she does. And it's the greatest thing ever. Getting people these days is getting harder and harder because of social media. Raise your hands if you're exhausted by social media. Yeah, guess what? You're not alone. eHarmony released a new dating diary study that found that even 56% of social first Gen Z gets tired of social media from time to time. We're all exhausted by social media. And that's because, well, it's kind of fake. I mean, it is and it isn't. I try to be my most authentic self on social media. Um, but no matter how hard you try, it just, you still can never really maybe get through who you actually are. And when it comes to connection, we want someone who truly gets us, which means that we have to give people a better sense of who we are, not just online, but offline as well. That's why eHarmony is different. They specialize in connecting people who are looking for real love through their compatibility quiz. The quiz identifies a baseline of compatibility with questions about communication styles, likes and dislikes, personality, and more to help you match with someone who will truly get you. eHarmony makes connections genuine, not exhausting. So join the dating app that helps you find someone who gets you and see for yourself. Take eHarmony's compatibility quiz today and get someone who gets you. And now back to the podcast. This is part two of the podcast in part one of the podcast, because as you just heard me complaining, my wife fucked up everything. and I was so mad at her. <laughs> there is nothing more. I know where you're at. I know where you're at. You're 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 apologizing to me for the listeners at home. We we yes. we did the first part. And now Taylor was like, let's get over Zoom. We'll finish up a podcast because. Yes. I, and I'm for that because I always have a blast with you and I'm you. happy to just talk to you. So, you, but I understand as a podcaster, you and I as a, as a radio person, the Thank embarrassment you. of like asking a guest to come in and then fucking up somehow, you feel like you need to like do, like I've had this happen. I have forgotten to hit record. I've done a full recording. Dude. We just, it was just two people talking. It wasn't even a podcast. It's just. It's insanity. And then I and then the embarrassment oh, the I feel. Of course. My my old co-host at Sirius name was Kenny. And we used to do these like little like um like promo vignettes in between like the show because the show was four hours. And he did this one one day where he went in and he recorded all this stuff that Cosmo magazine wanted to record and he didn't press record and he lost his mind. And so he did this like really funny bit where it was like, record everything. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse in the world. It is the worst feeling. And all you feel like to the other person, then you're doing this to me. You keep apologizing, yes. which you don't need to do. Thank you, baby. Because I understand how you feel so intimately. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'll do anything. I'll give you, I'll give you any amount of money to forgive me. Like I'm like looking this person in the face. I remember <laughs> I I know the people. I'm thinking of the people. I've had people get back on. And do redo a podcast, and it's weird because now you're rehaving a conversation you just had. <laughs> it's bizarre. It, it, so I know the feeling. So listen, I'm happy to be back with you. You're the best to continue this podcast because listen, I'm I, I, I love talking to you. So let's do it. Oh, I love you, Jared. Well, also I have to say too, going into the interview, I didn't get a chance to watch it because it wasn't out yet. But I have watched the motherfucker and Jared. I am. I'm going to be like your mother. I am so proud of you. I really am. Like, actually, your mom wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> she, she'd complain about the 
you know, the the the, the green room like she did in the credits. Yeah. The, the, oh, oh, oh. The way I love your parents so much, you with your parents in the green room at the end of the set. Holy fucking shit. I mean, as if it wasn't brilliant enough, that just Thanks. like set me over the edge. Jared, you guys, you need to go watch this Netflix special. It is fucking fabulous. It is so relatable. Jared, you are Thanks. so funny. I've actually never seen you do like live stand up. And I know you're funny from podcasting with you and, right. you know, knowing you for all these years. But, dude, I mean, I knew you were funny, but holy fucking shit. I'm really in awe. I'm very proud. I know, like, I don't, I'm not really involved in your life enough to feel pride, but I am. I appreciate it. It's the greatest comment in the world because it is fully me on stage. It's my stories, my life, my perspective. And when you give a compliment like that, it means the world. And, you know, uh, it is funny because when we do podcasts and stuff like this is my day job. And then right. I go and then I go out at night every night for the last 13 years and work on stand up <laughs> with this yeah. hope. And, and I love it. I love everything I do. There isn't anything I do. I have a very, you know, I have, I have an amazing life where I get to do everything I do. I like. But right. stand up is like it, it is my religion. The passion. It's my it's a passion. So <laughs> this is um, a 13 year odyssey leading to Netflix and, and to have you like it and enjoy it in the way you did. And this is the, the messages uh, I get are like, I can't, I get chills. I, I've been crying on and off for days. Oh, and, yeah. It's really like, no, because you know, the, the best messages I get and like you and I share uh, a sensibility and we share people like both of us, you know, like, yes. you know, uh, they, they enjoy both of our humor, our perspective and hearing us on a daily, weekly basis. So, you right. know, like, the type of person that comes to the show and they're always like fun women and you know and what i get a lot of times it shows is fun women brings her boyfriend and (laughs) i love that the boy now that like because stand-up is like a credibility like stand-up men kind of try to own men try to own it they want to tell you who's funny they want to be the arbiter of funny versus not funny they're going to tell you and and they know a guy and they and so many women totally. get dragged onto the couch to watch a special that might not really be for them. It might be just for your boyfriend. This, I can confidently say, based on the messages I've gotten, it's for you and your boyfriend, you and your girlfriends, you and your, it's for percent. everyone. You and your parents, you and your everybody. You yeah. cover the gamut. So, first of all, of course people know you from you up, right? I mean, that's just right. like, of course, it's a big podcast. We've been doing it forever. And so, like, and also you do, like, a lot of dating stuff on your Instagram and TikTok as well. I mean, the ick, you have cornered the market on the ick. And I do want to talk about the ick. But I do have to <laughs> Let's say. Let's talk about it. I have been somebody. I'm not really, like, a dater. Like, I, I think I said this, like, in the yeah, last podcast. I'm monogamy. a lily powder. Very. So, that's the thing is that, like, I enjoy dating content, but I don't really relate to it. So, I do want to talk about the ick because I do think it's brilliant. I love it. And we'll put a pin in it. We'll come back to it. But. The way you had me at I struggle with my weight, Jared, there are no words. And I know this is something that you experienced because we've talked about it before. But holy shit, the sneak eating, the late night eating, Jared, it's like you're speaking to my soul. And I'm on Ozempic right now. So it's kind of like I'm like a new version of myself. But I will never forget. I will never. And and I'm going to go off it someday. And guess what I'll be doing? Fucking smuggling leftover McDonald's 
into the bathroom and he can get on the floor. That's what I will be doing. It is. It's, it's like I have such shame about nighttime eating and everyone oh. who's a nighttime eater. That's why when I, tell, when I talk about nighttime eating, and it was so funny to me because it, I would do it on the road. So I, when you know you've been on stage, you've done a performance, yeah. you know, yeah. you can feel the room. You feel yes. it. I don't know what that's yes. called, but when I would talk about nighttime eating, I remember explaining it, and I was like, I would see people's eyes like light up, and yep. it wasn't the whole crowd. And it's like, this is no. the hardest part. Is like, you have to put your ego aside a lot and be like, okay, this explanation is for one group. It's for half <laughs> And you have to say, this is going to bomb a little with half the world. Because I'm going to explain nighttime know. eating. If you don't know, you can't even begin to conceptualize. Right. And then when I come back to half of you are not nighttime eating. And then they light up. And I'm like, it, it was like yeah. a revelation. The more I it's talked so about smart. it, the more it really got cuts deep with people. And it's funny because, you know, us stand-ups, we have to put out these clips. You know, the clips are the big thing. How do you get people yes. to come to your shows? You put out clips and it's like you put out little bits. I'm not really built for clips generally. Like there's a couple that have gone out and done OK. But, you know, this late night eating thing, like I'm like, I don't know how to, you know, like you have to watch it to watch the whole thing. It's 15 minutes of body. I know issues, what you're you know? saying. And I get that too. I mean, I did four hour radio shows daily. I'm long fucking winded. I'm with you whenever I have to do clips for social. I'm like. Get to the point, Taylor. Right. <laughs> I drive myself nuts. But like also, there's different listening styles. And people like right. the way that we tell these long build-up stories. But I'm so, yeah, there's probably not going to be a clip of this. But I am telling you, if you are a sneak late-night eater or a late-night eater or a sneak eater, or you are with somebody who has been one, if you understand any right. perspective, it is so fucking funny, Jared. So I dated this guy in college. That means a he lot to so, you. Oh, babe. He was so hot. And so like, and obviously I was automatically insecure because like, and when I look back, I was like, I was thin and cute as a button, but I've always had food stuff. Even when I was thin, it's still in my brain food stuff. I had a woman once yell at me, like I was talking about food stuff and she just stood up in Portland, Oregon. She stood up and goes, you're not fat. And I was like, <laughs> and you're that's like, the most horrific. Thank you. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice but at the same time now everyone in the room was like looking me up and down like oh, oh well, we'll decide you know you <laughs> just like I was just like I felt naked you're like well if you ask my mom I am on some days so leave me <laughs> alone all of right. our cuts hurt so he was just like so good looking and I remember I would stay at his place with his parents in Manhattan and I was so hungry at night and so one night I snuck out of his room into like this is the other thing too my mom used to be like Taylor has to sleep in a separate room because my mom was like such a fucking stick up her ass Catholic woman. And so there was one time I stayed there and they like made me sleep in like the like extra bedroom. And I would have been upset, except it was close to the kitchen. So I was like, score, score, score. So anyway, I was like, fine, this weekend I'll sleep in this room. And so I snuck out of this room into the kitchen and his dad caught me eating cheese and bread at like, 1.30 in the morning. I what did the so, dad say? Nothing which made it worse. I was so ashamed. <laughs> it's like he saw a deer in the yard. He's like, shh, don't say a word. <laughs> I am Just... sleepwalking. Like, what do you do? Right. Dude, it's so I mean, fucking embarrassing, sneaky eating. I And I know there's going to be a psychologists listening and they're going to reach out to me. Listen, I know this is not healthy. Like the, 
binge restrict. <laughs> I know. I've been. It's my whole life. I got to eat, you know, protein the size of my fist. I know. I've been to the people. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I don't need to feel worse about this. I'm working through it. You know, and right, you know, right. So, and when some nights I don't eat at night, and I wake up the next day, and I'm a little hungry, and I'm like, Jared. Don't you feel good? Like, I feel like I won. And I'm like, I can't believe I have to deal with this every night of my life. Just like, should I make the popcorn or not? You know, like. There was one night that my mother-in-law was staying over here. And my mother-in-law and I both struggle with weight. So this is the other thing that's so crazy is like, I know she would understand my plight, you know, but it's still, you're so ashamed. Even when you know someone knows, you still kind of hide it. So I said to Tay, we were like up in our room and I was like, you need to go downstairs. And she was like, why? We just came upstairs. It's time to go to bed. And I was like, I need the Mr. Chow leftovers. They're going to be bad tomorrow. <laughs> and she was like, Taylor, then just you know- go down. And I was like, no, I can't. I may take go downstairs, get Mr. Chow leftovers, Chinese food restaurant in New York City. It's really expensive for anybody that doesn't know. Really and expensive. Really good. Half a bottle of wine. She brought it upstairs for me. Fork, knife, napkin, the whole shebang. And I went in our bathroom because we don't have like <laughs> walls in our bedroom. It's just curtains. And I ate it yeah. on the bathroom floor. What? Like, I, 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 I'm so bad. I know it well. It, I know it well. And it's, it is, I call it an addiction. And I'm not trying to like co-opt an addiction world. Like I'm just like, because it does have the similar sensors. You're like, I know I shouldn't, but I, I'm, my legs keep moving towards the fridge and I can't stop them. You know, I uh, understand. When I was on tour and I call it a set loosely, but like the whole stretch was about like, being a late in life lesbian and it is my life, but like right. I did lean into like the sex of it, which is kind of interesting because I'm not really, I'm very prude. So like the fact that right. I leaned into it was kind of outside my comfort zone, but I think I was just challenging myself and Stassi was very cool with like, live your best life, lesbo. I don't care. Like I, I got you right. like open with a strap on joke. And I did. And my mom was not happy, but not happy. Was, like, but my mom was like, why don't you do like your relatable stuff? And honestly now, especially we're having this conversation, I'm like, that is my brand. Like, it's kind of funny that, like, I did something that is so, I'm like, even my mom was like, what scissoring? And I was like, oh, my God, I wonder how many people <laughs> in the audience didn't know it's, like, what scissoring was. So, right. yeah, you've inspired me to, like, kind of tap back into the relatable roots of it all. Because it is, it's oh, just that makes so me feel good. fun. Oh, Jared, it was just so good. You also were talking about um, how married people are, like, condescending, which is so fucking true. And I don't mean to be a condescending married person, but I do. I never experienced dating apps. And I wanted to ask you if I were in a dating app, don't bullshit me, Jared. Okay. Because I know you told me I looked young at the beginning of the podcast. So don't bullshit me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But like, how do you think I would do on a dating app? Because like, I vacillate between being like, you do great. I, in my mind, I'm like, I would have fucking crushed dating app but then i'm like i don't know though because i feel like my profile would be really bad i'm not good at that no you you would be great on a dating app because you're a conversation and you so and 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 people underrate that people you know the dating apps the and again what i talk about on the special a lot is like the pictures get the the headline you know people talk about the picture the fish picture which i talk about on the on the special and like that's what gets the headlines is the picture. They didn't look like their picture, all that stuff. Right. If your pictures are you and they're bright, all your pictures need to be are you bright and not in sunglasses and not with a group of people. I have to know who you are. 
that's Tell, and that's really what I mean by you. Stop with the group pictures. And yeah. what, what, you know, what we've noticed from the You Up podcast, because we give dating at makeovers, is like women hide in their own profiles and men try to like join a fraternity. So like <laughs> women make their profile. Like men make a, that's why they're doing the fish picture. It's really for other men. Like they want to, sh- you know, they, right. they, they show, you know, they're right. chugging a beer. They look like an idiot. Women will hide in their profiles. They'll be them and 17 friends. And then yep. them, and them and their makeup from a wedding, like, you know, with the glam squad. It's never just like bright, fun, right. normal them. And like, which is what you should do. Like, cause you're right. gonna find, you might get less matches. Maybe, you know, if you do, I'm not saying, I'm not even saying that. You will get better matches is just my right. point. And right. so, so my point is to all this is to say you would have fun prompts that would be easy for someone to like. And because you don't need to get so personal so quick. I'm looking for a gentleman who will court me. Like, don't stop it. And when someone says, hey, girl, hey, how was your weekend? Like, you are the type of person to go, I did this, this, and that. How was yours? Right. You know what I mean? And and that's a winner because I did this, this, and that. How was yours? Now you've given them three things that you did this weekend that they can go, I've done that, this, and th- this. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, and but you're if good I was at being that, honest, I would say I got drunk. I, I, I night ate and snuck it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I pooped until my leg fell asleep you said that in the special right. fucking hilarious i and did so, say that like yeah. me every day i'm like oh my foot's fine oh, my leg's asleep i gotta get off the toilet now <laughs> right you but you'd go i ate mr chow's then if i heard mr chow's uh-huh. i'd be like uh-huh. what did you get you know Ooh. like i would be that Green would be prawns, like my favorite for me <laughs> shrimp fried rice the best um the best okay. i thanked fried rice in my at the end credit <laughs> I missed that. I don't know how I did. Um, <clears throat> so, but if the guy did say, hey, girl, hey to me, actually, and I was straight in this scenario because I still think as if I'm a straight person, it's psychotic, but I would, <laughs> that would be an ick. A man saying my moniker to me, not, not you when you're on that, that, that's right. respect. No, I get it. But like, if like a guy was like, hey, girl, hey, I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> so wait, let's talk I about the people- ick. I, I will have people that I've had in the past someone, oh, I love your podcast. And it's not a nick for me. It is a very nice compliment, but I'm like, I don't know how to move forward with this. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I kind of, it, 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 I don't, it's weird. It's, it's tough for me because I don't, when, for me, and this is very specific to my situation when it comes to like having things out there. I don't like when someone acts like they don't know, but I don't, but I also totally. don't need the, like, I don't need you to be above it. Like, you can just say, hey, I've seen your stuff online. I love it. It's so funny. Move right. on. <laughs> you know, like, that's a right. nice thing to do. Like, the, you know, so. Or will I become material? Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> with an attitude like that, you will. With, right. with all of that bravado, you will. Fucking right, with right. this confidence sticking up for yourself, setting boundaries. How dare you? I just got material right now. Oh, man. Yeah, I hate that people are like, I literally don't know you. It's like, that's yeah. fine. My mom's oh, that, that friend did this to me. My mom's friend from high school. She had like all her high school girlies over talking to them. Some of them were like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. We're like, your mom told me what you do. And this one woman was, was like, I don't know you. And I was like, that's I okay. Know. What? The- it's so <laughs> funny that that's like a type of person. 
like, it's I don't even, they'll go, I don't even know you. And, and then you go, I, I have a line. I have a, I, I have a line. For when someone says, I, I didn't even know you, I go, more people don't know me than know me. Totally get it. <laughs> now you're in. I go, now you do. And, yeah. and like, I try to make it like, I try to be self-deprecating. Walls will be like, welcome. And then they'll go, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I didn't know you. I, I, I didn't know you. You're nothing. You're a loser. You're, you know, big fat idiot. And it's like, okay, enough. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so right. crazy. Okay. It's crazy that we all experience. So let's talk about the ick. Doing that is the ick, by the way. That is like the most, that's just like, you are an ick as a human. But explain what the ick is to the audience, but also kind of to me. I think I get it, but I, but listening to it in your comedy special, I was like, wait, maybe I don't fully grasp this. Well, the ick to me, what I, the way it was explained to me and the way I explained on the special is my friend went on a date. She went on a date and she left early because she got the ick. And it's when a guy on a date does one thing. One thing. And you never want to fuck him ever. Okay. This happened to me. And, I was, I met this guy and very flirty. It was going well. I thought he was cute. And he went to say something and he like did a huge spittle spit like out of his mouth. And like, you know, in um, Adam Sandler, um, where he like, he adopts the kid. What's it called? Big daddy. A big daddy. Yeah. You know, when the little kid, like he teaches him how to like drop the spit and suck it back in. Right. 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 This guy like did that, but like just, just to like (laughs) save himself. Yeah. And I was almost like, it would have been better if he just let it flop, flop out of his mouth. Uh, right and i was like we're done i can never look at you i never want to it's talk it. to you again you're so disgusting to me it's, it's I, a wonderful uh, it's such a wonderful thing because when it's what i love about the ick is that like that's both frivolous of you but also you're right you know like you're allowed to not want to fuck a dude you know like you're, right. you're allowed to be turned off so it, the way i kind of set it up is just like Listen, they're all ridiculous and reasonable at the same time. They're all like like in a vacuum, guy spit by accident. You should let that person off the hook. But that's not <laughs> right. that's not how life is. You you know, the and the ick is related to me as a outside observer because I'm a with the ick, I'm a straight male in a in a female world with this. Right. So I'm looking at it as the the stranger to it because it is a strange because I say it's the least relatable thing I've ever heard. I've never, like, no woman has been one thing away from me not wanting to fuck. Oh, you know? right. That makes so much sense. Yes. Wait. So the right. you guys get it get the oof, but the oof is different than the ick? It's, well, that's the, the end of the joke. Uh, to, to give it away. The, um, Sorry. <laughs> it's different. You'll have to find out why. You'll have to find yes, out why. Yes, I don't want to yes. give away the whole thing. That's okay. And, but I, I, Sorry. And, and no, it's okay. I, I think it's explained well on the show, on the show because it is, it, it is. is. I was multitasking. I want to be clear. I was like dealing <laughs> no, with a lot no. of work stuff today. So I was doing I, a lot no, of texting. You don't even have to explain it, it. does come off mean when not in a stand up sense, I think, because it, but with the ick, you go, I, I, I understand it, but it's funny because like, you'll see these like very incel type dudes online be like, Oh, you're not going to, you know, it's like, yeah, you just a low confidence dude. Like it happens. Not every woman's going to want to fuck you like right. in general. So what do you do? And the same thing as I didn't know you before the show. Like, yeah, most people don't know me. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to fuck you. Yeah. Most people don't want to fuck me. You know, like it's like this, you know, so 
what I love about the ick is so around the country, I basically yes. like crowd. You do these icks. Yeah, I go and I ask. So I would do the bit. The way I did on the special is different than I do it on yeah. a live show. So now, and now the bit again, I lost the bit. It's out there. Right. I'm done. So I got to like graduate, I guess, and find a new funny bit to do. But on the road, I would start the bit and then I'd get to the middle and then I would go, does anyone have any more icks? And every ick on the special was one that was yelled to me during a show. That's and awesome. I would just add the good ones in. And, you know, after the, we taped the special, I still did the bit and because I was putting up the videos of the people yelling them at me. Yeah. But I found so many more since the special. Like one woman said she went to a concert with a guy and he loved the band. So he did the heart shape with his fingers. No. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. One woman said he, he was trying to merge into traffic and no one would let him in. No. One woman said that <laughs> the dog wouldn't come to him. Another, you know, it's all, and I, and then I get mad. I'm like, ah, oh, those should have been in there, you know, whatever. But it's, oh my it, god, they're all great. I dated this guy, and I remember my one of my best friends had just had a baby, so we went to go see the baby, and when he held the baby, his shoulders were so like he was so tense and uncomfortable, and seeing him around <laughs> kids was like always bad. Like he would always be like, "Hello, little baby," and oh, like no even baby his, boys, yeah, his friends, kid, like it was their kids. They'd be like. Ew, don't talk like that to them. Like, like talk normal. So he holds my friend's baby and literally the nurse came in and the baby was screaming, crying. And the nurse came in and she went, she went like this to him. Just lower your shoulders. You're so tense. And I was like, oh my God, I can't fucking hold a baby right. It was like so much of a turnoff. Oh God. I I also, I dated a guy and he used to go like this. He would like do something annoying, which was, that's an ick in and of itself. And then Jared, he would go like this. I like to annoy you when I would be like, you're annoying me. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the most annoying thing in the entire world. Oh, robot voice. That's crazy. Baby robot voice. Baby robot voice. Uh, baby robot voice. I mean, baby robot voice could be a T-shirt. That's hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, I'm adding it to my merch now. Add it in. Oh, it's such this. I've experienced so many icks, but luckily it's I nice to know it. the girls can't really do them. Because if they could, they, I would. There's been times where men get involved and they'll like, because I don't, I don't say like, does any, I try not to say, does any women have an egg? I'll just be like, does anyone have an egg? Right. And when sometimes a man will get up and be like, I have one. And I'll be like, and they'll be like, they'll say it. And I go like, they'll be like, yeah, she. Drinks milk with dinner. And I'll be like, you wouldn't take a blowjob from a girl who's got milk at dinner? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they always have that moment. They go, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess. And it, that's why, like, it, it's an icky subject, you know, a little bit. Like, the ick itself. And, like, I try to talk about it on stage in a way that is edible and fun. Um, but it is funny. Like, I, I, it's, it really hit a core of people. And, it, you know, I... I know it's not mine. I didn't invent the, the phrase. I think Love Island is where it became like a thing. But when it was uh-huh. said to me, I was like, I got to investigate this because, you know, you want to do you want to tell a story or you want to also like talk about things that like. Interest you. And I totally. remember there was one like uh, another friend of mine was like he wore these khakis and I was out and I was like, I thought it was just funny, like. The idea of, you know, just khakis like that was it. And, you know, oh, like, yeah. Black sneakers was it for me? Oh, you know what is the biggest <laughs> ick? Jean 
fucking shorts on men, straight men. Gay men can wear cutoffs and look fabulous. This is a straight man specific complaint. Jean shorts on a guy in the summer. God, please, no, stop. Horrible. The pasty leg, the hairy leg, the cargo (laughs) denim of it all, so bad. What's funny about this and like, you know, where I start to get, I, I don't get annoyed, but like, you're like, I don't think this person gets what's what we're talking about. It's like, right. just because, and, and, and here's the part where I see how hard it is to be a woman being single and dating. Like, I think, and I'm not saying this to pander. The, there's a, someone will say an ick, a woman will say an ick, and then someone will disagree. And it's like, we don't have to agree on it. Right. Otherwise, we'd be all with the is, same people. That The ick is a beautiful right. thing. Well, the, one woman's ick is another woman's husband. And right. I, I think like that's an important thing to remember when it comes to anything. You know, yep. like, you know, one woman's version of taking care of a kid is another person, uh, person's version. You know, in general, these are I'm not talking about like serious, awful things. I'm saying like, you know, one, you know, one person's version of eating healthy is another person's not version of not eating healthy. One person, you know, right. like. I think it's translatable to all those things that I think sometimes social media and uh, social media kind of puts pressure on people where they go, well, if you say you don't do something or you say you don't like something, that means you are disagreeing with my decision. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. So I, I, it is interesting that like, I've never felt that type of pressure, like in general, like of like my taste being judged by my friends or like my whatever, but you could see it a little bit in the crowds where it's like, like, like I would say like men in flip flops with jeans was like a big one that you'd hear um, like in the, you know, uh, in, in the warmer climate places, flip flops right. and jeans was like a big ick for women. And then I, I would look in the crowd, there'd be like a guy in flip flops with jeans, like with his <laughs> wife. And you're like, yeah, that's what makes this subject fun. Like that, you know, <laughs> so I adore you. I am like, again, I'm really so impressed by the special. You guys check it out. Thank you. 37 and single. It's on Netflix. It is such a good time. You will like, you will have the best time of your life. It is so great, Jared. I'm, I'm really, Thank I can't you. say enough nice things about it. It truly means a lot to hear that. Thank you so much. It's so nice to have you as a friend and, you know, peer and all this. It really means a lot. And uh, yeah, if you guys watch it, Go watch and there's a little thumbs up button you can yes. put. You know, I would love I'd love one of those if I if I if I've got you, you know, listening at this point of the podcast, then yes. I would hope you would do that. So like all that stuff is very helpful because you know, really I want to do the next one. I want to do another Netflix special. I'm a, I'm a pig. I'm insatiable. I want to do the, oh, the next one. So I I already need another one from you. I need it. I'm a pig. I'm insatiable. Okay. I'm gonna go eat it <laughs> late night tonight. Literally. Um, but you guys, yeah, Same. check it out again. 37 single it's on netflix and uh also far, follow jared at jared freed on instagram um jared you're the best thank you so much no you are thank you please make sure to rate review and subscribe to the podcast it's like tipping a waitress tipping a bartender tipping a barista like literally it means the world and it's free yeah rate review and subscribe you guys that's it for us have a great one until next week bye girl bye Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.